The amateur believes he must first overcome his fear. Then he can do his work. The professional knows that fear can never be overcome. He knows there is no such thing as a fearless warrior or a dread-free artist. Stephen Pressfield. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Leigh We've alluded to this episode quite a bit this month because it is such an important part of growing as an author. Understanding where you are and where you're going and how to get there. This episode is about the tools you give yourself in order to become the best author you can be. We want you armed with the right knowledge, the capability, the physical tools, whatever, that you need to write selfishly. When you approach writing, we suggest that you approach it as if you're there to learn something about yourself. You are there to discover because discovery is the fuel that drives great selfish writing. If you're writing because you want other people to agree with you or you want to tell people that this is how things should be, you're in for a surprise and probably coming off as preachy. But if you are writing to discover something about yourself, if you're writing to discover something about the world, it is going to be far better in the end. So what are these tools that we're talking about today? They are things that Lee and I have found in our own writing journey that help us continue to develop and grow our skill set as authors. Sometimes it's something a little more cerebral. Sometimes it's just having a good accountability partner, having someone to tell you, hey, this doesn't make sense. Incredibly helpful, but still scary. Growing and maturing comes in a lot of different ways, and there are a lot of things you can do to equip yourself for battle. First, we want to talk about learning. Writing is a process of constant learning, learning about the world, learning new skills, learning how people interact with each other. And there are many things that you can do to help you learn. And not just about writing, though we are going to include that in this, but just learning about anything that you might write about. Meeting up with that writing community, having people around you who are also writers, analyzing someone else's writing so that you can better understand how communication through writing works. Podcasts, great resource for developing your skill set, especially if you're on a budget. And yes, I am biased there, but I feel like it's a great resource, especially for people who lead incredibly busy lives because you can listen to the podcast on your drive into work. I also want to add craft books to the learning section. Through craft books, you have an opportunity to learn about writing, about different skill sets within writing and different types of writing. But you can also do craft books of different non-writing related skills. Part of the learning process is learning new skills that aren't related directly to writing. You can learn a style of martial arts, sign up for a class or something, learn about cooking, learn about sword fighting or crocheting or whatever might be mentioned or might be interesting for your books. One of the things that I really enjoyed was taking a blacksmithing course. Yes, it was a lot of fun and my husband wanted to do it to craft a knife anyway, 
but I got an opportunity to look at how blacksmithing is actually done and try it out for myself. One of my favorite things in this learning category is either science or history podcasts, because you will find so many writing prompts when you learn about lucid dreaming or when you learn about Tristan and Isolde. You learn about moments that are incredibly human throughout history or some cool technology which gives you the what if question that then sparks a world for your writing. Learning is not just so that you can write a blacksmith eventually, although that's incredibly helpful, but so that you can keep that learning mentality and fuel that fire. Every chance you get, try to learn something. One of my favorite ways to learn, aside from podcasts, because that's just easy, is through reading. And for me, through reading different fiction, because nonfiction is just boring. (laughs) Sorry. But when it comes to reading, there are so many things that you can learn through reading, and it doesn't have to be specifically for the purpose of learning. But if I'm reading something, then I might accidentally plagiarize it. No, you won't. Trust me, unless you are copy-pasting those exact words, you're not going to plagiarize. Inspiration is a wonderful, beautiful thing that every single author does. Tolkien took inspiration from ancient myths and mythology from a couple of different cultures. And then Gary Gygax took inspiration from Tolkien when he created the Dungeons and Dragons universe. And so many stories have sprung from the Dungeons and Dragons universe. You can see chains and chains of inspiration one story leading to another, leading to another, leading to another, from big, famous authors. Looking at stuff like that can help remind you that you can take inspiration from everywhere. So, most importantly, when you are trying to arm yourself with knowledge of how to write, you need to read, and you need to read in a variety of ways. I prefer reading for pleasure, and then sometimes I will read a fiction book to study it. I will read it as an author to see what worked, how they do certain things, what format they use, and what I liked and didn't like that I can then take to my own stories. And reading for pleasure versus studying don't have to be separate phases. Sometimes if it's a really well-written book, they'll have to be because you're so excited to read for pleasure that you forget to understand why you like it. But Lee will wake up from a text from me at two o'clock in the morning with a quote from the audiobook that I'm falling asleep to. Because I think it's funny that one of the characters said, when you think about it, vampires are just necromancers with an eating disorder. I thought it was hilarious. She had to wake up to that text in the morning. I'm reading this book for pleasure because I enjoy it and I'm trying to immerse myself in the urban fantasy style. But I'm also recognizing this is a good line. This is a good moment especially because I'm trying to write a comedic character and I'm not good at it. Finding good comedic lines helps me understand what works and annoys Lee as well, so that's always a plus. It also helps to read books in different ways. If you mostly listen to audiobooks, I really encourage you to go pick up a print or ebook so that you can learn more about formatting. If you primarily read print or ebook, 
go to audiobook to see how the language works when somebody is narrating it and how they use the words to put emphasis and direct how they speak and how they convey ideas through their voice. And especially if you're looking at what makes good dialogue and what doesn't, audiobooks are super helpful because you hear the person on the other side breathe more often than not. You'll hear when it's unnatural how long or exhaustive a particular voice is going. These kinds of things that have nothing to do with the text itself beyond how the narrator on the other side is forced to perform your words. You also want to read both old books and new books. If you are trying to break into publishing markets, you need to stay current on what is popular right now. You need to read current books in the genres that you are writing. But you also need to read old books. Look at those books that inspired generations of writers. Look and read Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and The Silmarillion and early Stephen King if that's what you're writing in so you can see how the world has developed and how writing styles have developed and changed from them. Reading the classics is also incredibly helpful when communicating with other people in the industry because regardless of the particular genre that they're reading or writing, they've probably read Lord of the Rings, Dracula, Frankenstein, these kinds of stories, and you're able to communicate with them on a one-to-one basis because almost everyone has read these classics. This next one I struggle with, but I also very much encourage, and that is to read outside your genre. But I want to read fantasy. But if Travis Baldry had only read the fantasy that existed, we wouldn't get the cozy fantasy burst that's happening in the industry right now. It is always a good idea to read books that aren't your normal. Read books because you can learn from them. You can learn from an action sequence in a really good thriller book and apply it to your fantasy story. You can read a romance and see the different plot beats and then introduce that as a subplot in your own story. You can always learn something from a different genre. And I would also say, read books by yourself. Read books that nobody else has ever heard of. Be the book hipster of your world. But also read in a community, because then you get to see how the same words affect different people in different ways. For more on that, listen to our last episode. Yes. Overall, when it comes to the tools and the equipment that you need to be a good writer, the most important thing is to give yourself permission to change. If I had started writing and said, I am a pantser and I am only a pantser and I will only ever be a pantser, the gamer files would not exist because I had to branch out. I had to give myself the permission to change my style because something wasn't working. So we encourage you to experiment to taste from as many dishes at the buffet as possible, to learn more about yourself with that experimentation, and understand what works and what doesn't for you. All of these things will help you write a better book. All of these experiences, even pain that you might be going through in your personal life, all of these things are fuel to help you write the best story possible. To help you write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 